Welcome back, everybody, to another edition of Bucky's Fifth Podcast. Jay Kokorowski here, and happy weekend ahead. Hope everyone had a great Memorial Day weekend, for that matter. We are back here on Bucky's Fifth Podcast, and let's just break down real quick. We got some amazing guests coming on in just a couple minutes. Marcus Graham, 2019 verbal commit for the Wisconsin Badgers. He tells us when his official official visit to Wisconsin will be, along with just uh, what the coaching staff sees in him. Plus, uh, a little bit later, we got trench training, uh, some former Wisconsin Badgers, Glenn Derby, Steve Stark, Joe Nellis, all coming on talking about uh, just what, you know, this new thing coming on, these new set of camps coming up in the Milwaukee and Madison area. Check it out. Uh, but first, let's just get to some quick hitters before we get to Marcus. First off, you guys heard earlier this week, Ethan Happ will return to Wisconsin. He announced that on Wednesday before the May 30th deadline. And so uh, he's coming back, which makes – this year's upcoming year's team uh, even more potent. Obviously, you have an All-American candidate, obviously All-Big Ten type player in Hap, uh, and then you pair him with uh, recovering Brad Davis and Demetric Trice, Kobe King, and then you hope some of the forwards like Aleem Ford, Nate Reavers, and even Alex Ilkanen, Charles Thomas hopefully take another step. Uh, but the team right now is in good hands there. Uh, we'll see how they progress. And obviously uh, we are a few months away from even really talking about that. Uh, on that note too, check out Bucky's fifth quarter. It's a big recruiting weekend coming up. Why do you say that? Uh, we have two official visits that we know about that have been either reported or tweeted out by the players. That's Dean Engram from Washington, DC Gonzaga, son of Penn state, uh, former Penn state uh, standout and NFL wide receiver, Bobby Ingram, who also has, Bobby Ingram is also an NFL receivers coach. I believe it's for Baltimore right now. So he'll be in town uh, per reports from 24-7 Sports. Uh, and you'll check that out on our official visit tracker on Bucky's fifth quarter. You'll see an article up talking about the official visits. Also, uh, you have Isaiah Gibson, who's a three-star player, defensive tackle from Springfield, Ohio, same high school as Danny Davis and 2019 commit Moses Douglas. So that is a keep an eye on that uh, as he's in Madison. We hope to talk with him after his official visit. Stay tuned uh, early next week for that on Bucky's fifth quarter. But also, it's camp season. It's starting up. It'll be big. Uh, the first of the all-position camps start today. It is. I am recording right now on Friday. You'll hear the interviews that I recorded late last night on Thursday coming up with Marcus and with Steve, Glenn, and Joel. But uh, make sure you guys check out that article. Too much to kind of get into on the podcast, but a lot of in-state kids. Also, uh, an out-of-state kid from Rockton, Illinois, just across the Wisconsin-Illinois border. That would be uh, Paul Fay, and uh, keep an eye out for him potentially. Uh, but we'll see who earns offers with their performance. I know a lot of people are talking about Austin Ertle from Wallatosa West uh, in the Milwaukee area, see if he can earn an offer with his camp performance. So uh, without further ado, uh, also just some notes too. You guys heard about uh, some scheduling notes. Uh, I think John Rothstein, uh, hopefully I, I don't have the tweet in front of me, uh, mentioned that there's a source that Wisconsin will play NC State in the ACC Big Ten Challenge for basketball. And then also ESPN released its schedule for uh, for games uh, coming up uh, yesterday. Uh, we'll have that, an article up on the site later today, but you, you'll see, you know, Wisconsin 
Western Kentucky, 8 p.m. on the 31st of August on that Friday night. Uh, so that'll be there. And then also you'll have, uh, you know, they also had uh, three other games there. You'll get up, we'll get it up on the site today. Uh, so check that out as well. But without further ado, uh, we'll get to another podcast. We'll do these a little bit more frequently uh, coming up with camp season and, and who earns offers. And if we have some commit watches going forward, especially with a lot of the official visits coming up next week, and it'll be big. So we'll make sure we get a recruiting analyst on to break down all this. So uh, without further ado, though, let's talk with 2019 verbal commitment, commit, Marcus Graham from North Carolina here on Bucky's fifth podcast class of 2019. It's, you know, starting this week, you're going to see official visits start rolling in. You'll see some camps rolling out too for the Wisconsin Badgers. And, you know, with us today talking to Marcus Graham, a verbal commit for the class of 2019 for the Wisconsin Badgers, Marcus, how are you doing? And, and yeah, we talked a little bit before recording, man, like, Exams are coming are, are going to be finished with you soon, right? Like the summer will begin soon for you. Right, right. Excellent. And uh, first off, let me ask you too, because it's been hot here in Wisconsin. I'm in Madison right now. How have things been in, in Mount Holly, North Carolina? Honestly, the climate right uh, here has, for the last week, been a lot of rain. Oh, really? Okay. It's a lot of rain on your Everybody okay, though? Yeah, we're good. Excellent. It's just North Carolina weather is unpredictable. Gotcha, gotcha. And, you know, I wanted to, you know, first off, thanks for coming on the show. And, you know, when it comes to, you know, you committed back uh, earlier this spring. And, you know, we wanted to ask you, you know, how did you get in contact with Wisconsin? And how did that process, the recruiting process with you guys, you know, kind of start, uh, which led you to come up here uh, during the spring ball? Well, um, well, I got in touch with Wisconsin probably earlier in the spring, probably around February, if I'm not mistaken. And um, I, I knew that there was some interest there. My coach talked to me about it. And uh, me and my dad and my coach, we just planned a trip up there. You know, we just wanted to see the program, see what it was all about. And, um, you know, fortunately, when we up, went up there, they offered me. And I was just amazed by the place. And it, it was beautiful. So, you know, everything just happened uh, perfectly. I was say, what, what stood out to you about you know your visit, and, and what what did you actually visit, or what did you actually see, and, and what stood out to you the most? Uh, well, I really just visit, visited the football center, and I drove around the campus. Uh, but really, just what stood out to me was the coaching staff. I just re- really got a family feel there. I felt like they had my best interest at hand, and you know I haven't felt that way at many schools, so I was I knew I was in the right place. And when you received the offer, and if I'm not mistaken, you kind of uh, pulled the trigger with the verbal commitment, you know, within like, if I'm not mistaken, about a week or so. What uh, what did it, you know, getting that offer, what did that feel like? And what did they tell you when you when they told you that they, they were offering you? Um, they just said that they were excited about me. Uh, they said that, um, you know, they don't, they don't just give offers and they don't really, they're, they're solid on their word. So. Um, to me, I just felt like, you know, I was ready to make a commitment to them because they were, uh, you know, willing to make a commitment to me. And, you know, what was the, when you, who did you tell that you were verbally committing that, you know, that you're committing to, to the university, to the football program? Uh, and what was the response from, from the coaching staff, uh, from who you talked to? Well, I, uh, I called coach, uh, settle first. That's the, that's the person I called. And then 
he put me on with all the coaches. Uh, he put me on with uh, the head coach, Coach Christ, and uh, he put me on with uh, the OC, and then he put me on with everybody else, and they were just excited. Uh, coach Gilmore was excited, and uh, it was just a great time. I was going to say with – you know, we're here with Marcus Graham uh, from North Carolina, Mount Holly, Mountain Island Charter High School, uh, here on Bucky's Fifth Podcast. Where, I guess, you know, you talked about all the coaches there. Uh, have they talked about where they're looking to place you? I mean, it's still really early on. If I'm not mistaken, you play quarterback right now in high school, correct? So, you know, where, where are they looking to place you uh, within the scheme of things, or are things still pretty wide open when it comes to, you know, your potential future position at Wisconsin? Uh, I'll most likely play wide receiver, the slot position, most likely. But they were also looking at me for a defensive back, too. Defensive back, too. And uh, which one would you feel like? Is there anyone that you'd feel more comfortable with, or is it more just, you know, wherever, wherever they want you to play? Yeah, you know, I. I'm, I've always grown up an offensive player, but, you know, at the end of the day, I just play football, and so either side, I'll, I'll play either side. Yeah, when it, when it comes to, uh, I mean, this this year, I mean, you know, I've, I've read up that you've, you know, on various websites that you, know, you play quarterback. Uh, what is a quarterback's mentality? How does that help with an, with an offense, even if you have to switch a position to, at the next level? How does that help, uh, you know, leading the offense and, and in detailing your various, you know, attributes and your abilities? How does being a quarterback help translate even to the next level? I feel, I feel like it gives me a great advantage. I, I mean, just knowing uh, concept schemes, you know, when you're back there at quarterback, you're not just, you know, uh, responsible for yourself. You're responsible for everybody. So you got to know where everybody's at and you really get a feel for spacing. And I feel like that's really going to help me with being a wide receiver, knowing, you know, where the soft, soft cushions are, you know, where the zones are at and where to sit in them. And I feel like that's really going to help, help me at the next level. Yeah. I mean, and, and looking at your, your, your huddle tape, you know, it's definitely impressive uh, from your 2017 junior year highlights. And uh, is there a particular attribute you're, you're most proud of when you play the game or, or, or what stands out to you looking at yourself that, that's, you know, you, you pride yourself on? Um, to me, I would probably say my speed and um, my elusiveness is probably the, the attributes that I pride myself on and, where I try to make plays at. So, yeah, just it was in looseness and speed. How, how fast? Have you timed yourself in the 40-yard dash yet at all? or? Yes, sir. Oh, how, what, what's, what was the speed? If, don't mind me. I was like, for those that know, I played – I was a backup quarterback, and I was terrible with my speed. I was 150 pounds and ran a five – over a five, so I was not good even in Florida. Uh, but, when it, but like, what, what was your speed when, uh, when, it, when it was timed? I ran a 4-4. Four, four. Oh, Okay, I'm jealous. Uh, <laughs> uh, when when it comes to that, and <clears throat> you know, going forward now too, you know, what are your expectations for you when it comes to uh, this season for your senior year for your high school team? Like, what what goals have, have you guys started? You know, do you guys have summer training and whatnot? And and, and what are you, have you guys talked about goals for your team for your high school team uh, during your senior campaign? Well, we um, you know we started back in spring practice about a month ago. And the goal is just a state championship, you know. And we're really headstrong on that, and um, we're going to carry that into our, into our summer workouts, working hard every day. You know, we came up short last year, so, you know, this is definitely something that we want, and we feel like we can achieve next year. 
We're here with Marcus Graham here on Bucky's Fifth Podcast. And for those that are on the Twitter, you guys make sure you follow him at the T-H-E-M Graham, G-R-A-H-A-M. And, you know, I, I guess my, my uh, before we get into some fun questions, you know, what, what's coming up for you during the summer? I, you and I talked a little bit before recording. Uh, when are you taking your official visit to Wisconsin? And who do you expect to come up there with you when you guys are there, uh, too? Um. I'll be taking my official visit to Wisconsin on June 8th. And um, I'm pretty sure it's going to be a – the majority of commits are going to be coming up on June 8th, so it should be a great time. I, I'm no, I know Graham's going to be there. Uh, Hayden's going to be there. and uh, So so it's going to be a great time. Yeah, I was going to say, how have you bonded with the, with the, the current class? I know there are a couple of players that – uh, either decommitted and went to another school or just reopened their commitment. How have you guys stayed tight? And, you know, how? I guess for those that don't know, you know, how, how is the pressure of, of being a recruit that's getting noticed that's, that's you know, there's if there's pressures from other schools, how do you guys all handle uh, being a touted, you know, high school football recruit? Uh, it, it's definitely a lot of pressure, you know. Um, you're just trying to make the best decision for you. Um, and... You know, you you really just try to focus in on the things that you need to focus in on and hope everything takes care of itself. Um, you try not to worry about it too much. I mean, I, I, I know for the guys that decommitted, you know, they had to make the best decision for them, themselves and their family. So, you know, you really don't worry about them. But I feel like I'm in a great place right now. So, you know, the pressure isn't as, you know, great for me, but it, there is a pressure that's there understandable and we're here with marcus graham here on bucky's fifth podcast now you know those are some of this the, the more general questions we want to have a little bit of a fun here on bucky's fifth podcast we we always like to have some fun with our guests regardless of if they're high school recruits or if they're uh you know college players or, or nfl bound uh this is kind of the getting to know uh the verbal commit section of the podcast you know first question for you marcus what's your favorite workout song Oof, oof. Uh, definitely something by Drake. Um, uh, I'll probably have to go Sacrifices by Drake. Sacrifices by Drake. All right. Uh, second question. Are you a Fortnite player? And maybe the second 2B question. Uh, who is the best Fortnite player on the for the class of 2019 for the Wisconsin Verbal Commits? You know, I hate to say this, but I am not a very big Fortnite player. Um, <laughs> uh, you know, I, I couldn't tell you who is the best Fortnite player because I get a little jealous. But uh, I know I know there's some like some really big gamers in that group. I know. I was gonna say I've talked to Julius Davis a couple times. I know he's pretty uh, heavy into that, and uh, we, we had a good we had a couple of jokes with him uh, with some SB Nation guys talking about uh, his love of Fortnite there too. So uh, another question for 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 the game itself for the game of football, who do you like to mold your game after? Is, are there particular players either collegiate NFL uh, that you try to emulate your game on? Uh, the person I probably emulate myself after would be Antonio Brown. Very nice. Very nice. Pittsburgh Steelers wide receiver. And, uh, when it comes to my last question, uh, what I would say, if there is, uh, is there another, uh, with multiple sports, do you play another sport? And, and, you know, is there another sport that you like outside of football as well? Um, I run track for my school. 
Excellent. I know Julius does. I know it's. Uh, I know having multiple sport athletes is huge uh, nowadays. Uh, what what uh, what do you run when it, with track in terms of the various events? I run the four by one, four by two, four by four, and also the hundred. Excellent. Again, I should have ran track instead of becoming a wrestler. I'll be honest with you, man. Uh, I could have used that speed on my end back in my high school days. But uh, Marcus, man, we, we appreciate you having on the show, uh, having you on the show. We'd love to talk with you down the road again as well. Uh, and uh, best of luck uh, during your, you know, during the summer, but also, you know, your travels and then also your uh, your high school season ahead. Thank you for having me. Welcome back, everybody, to Bucky's Fifth Podcast, of course, a part of Bucky's Fifth Quarter. Jake Kokorowski here, uh, another weekly edition. We're, we're hitting the ground running, and obviously football never ends, you know. And really, you know, you heard earlier on the show a future Wisconsin Badger and athlete Marcus Graham. Talk to him, class of 2019 recruit. Now we're going to talk to some former Wisconsin Badgers. One, I know... Uh, near and dear to my heart, my one of my I refer to as my BFF, if that's okay, Joel. Uh, <laughs> in turn, that's totally fine. <laughs> uh, my co-author Joel, of Walk on This Way, Joel Nellis, but we also have on Glenn Derby. We got Steve Stark on, former Wisconsin Badgers offensive lineman for those that have followed the team, uh, and they have a great thing going on. It, it, I'm, I'm intrigued, and I'm really excited to listen to to what they're bringing about now. It's called Trench Training. You guys can go to trenchtraining.com. They got some camps going on here in the Madison area. I'm, I'm in the far west side of Madison. There's one going on uh, later coming up in June. And there's also one in Waukesha with a special guest. If you look at their website, trenchtraining.com. Uh, and we're going to go into that. But uh, guys, thanks for coming on the show. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, thanks for having us. Um, my pleasure. And, you know, Glenn, let's start it off real quick. You know, like what with trench training, what exactly is the mission that you guys are, are trying to achieve with these camps and achieve uh, just with, you know, the overall mission uh, of what you guys are trying to do? Well, for for myself, um, the way I look at it is when I was growing up as a little kid, I um I always dreamed of playing football, but it was always a quarterback or a wide receiver or, you know, someone that was scoring touchdowns, that kind of thing. And I was a bigger kid than everyone else in my, in my school or my class. And uh, of course the coaches are going to put me on the line and, you know, line is not the most glamorous or fun position. And, and I was very blessed to be able to make it to uh, obviously play at Wisconsin and then play in the NFL for a couple of years. And, um, what I saw when I got out of the NFL and got away from football for a while and then went back in and started coaching is I saw a lot of kids that were um, getting yelled at, screamed at. They were kind of, um, you could just tell they were not having fun. And the more I coached, the longer I stayed in the game coaching, the more it became for me about trying to help these kids enjoy being an offensive or defensive lineman enjoy finding the pride you know you always had two or three guys on your team that just automatically had that and some of them were littler guys but a lot of the big guys they just it, it was really hard for them to enjoy the game and um i really wanted to you know give back to the game for what i got and to help these kids go through that young stage 
and get up into high school, maybe even hopefully college, where then it becomes really fun. Uh, I think as, you know, as I look back on my career, I probably had as much or more fun because I was an offensive lineman because you have a group of eight to 10 guys that really get close and really, you know, you're, you're really a, a core part of the team. And, um, you know, as the game gets more advanced, you realize that that's like super critical, almost as critical as the quarterback. So it, it just became fun. And I wanted to somehow uh, find a way to reach the little kids and, um, and I'll give you a good, good reason. So I used to be, um, because of the concussion issue, I used to be against youth football having pads. But then I got asked by a, co- a former teammate and friend of mine, Gary Ellerson, to coach his sixth grade team. And so I said, sure, I'd be glad to. And, you know, that was one of the funnest years in the, in the 30 years I've been coaching uh, because I was with these sixth grade kids that just absolutely love to play. You know, the game I realized was is safe because – you know, you're, you're like-sized kids. You're, you're uh, you know, as, as you're teaching it correctly, there's there's no reason to think the kid's going to get hurt unless, you know, the, the coaches are screaming and yelling and doing drills that are not appropriate. And we, we did them all appropriate, so it was a lot of fun. And in that, I started to think, man, how can I help more kids realize how fun it is to play line? And uh, Steve and I were watching our girls uh, being trained in basketball at uh, – one-on-one Milwaukee, and we looked at each other and said, this would be cool. And so that's how it started. That's great. And, and you know, I forgot to introduce, too. Yeah, Glenn, I mean, Glenn played uh, football in the mid to late 80s at Wisconsin. He was an eighth-round draft pick in the uh, by, uh, from, you know, the New Orleans Saints uh, in the 1988 draft. Uh, he also, I also saw in the bio you do some bull riding, which we may need to get into later. <laughs> Uh, so all right. I try yeah. to do, I try to do some research on uh, when, before uh, I speak to you guys. So uh, that that'll be yeah. inter- that'll be fun there. Uh, you know, Joel. I know Joel. You played obviously in the 2000s, uh, tight end. You are now an assistant coach. You coach the offensive line over at Brookfield Central near Milwaukee. I mean, in your you know, what do you guys in terms of techniques and, and what do you guys focus on when you're working with these kids and, and especially I mean I'm looking at the website right now, right? Uh, I'm seeing, you know, for training math, you know, summer youth sessions, high school sessions, spring training, online training. What is kind of the, the focus on and what are the techniques that you utilize when training the kids? Yeah, I think the nice thing about Glenn, Steve, and I, we all are on the same page about what we want this to be. And that is a heavy fundamental, um, heavy fundamental process for these kids. Um, we've debated long and hard about going to pads and we really feel great about not being in pads and about working on the core fundamentals of offense and defensive line. And, um, the three of us have kind of broken that down into stance, really helping kids at all levels get into a great stance, a stance they can take off from and travel in multiple directions, which is required on both sides of the ball. Um, starting with good feet, um, really working on six-inch steps and, and things that, you know, are really the core of the position. And, and not a lot of this stuff is glamorous. Um, we spend a ton of time on strike and how to strike appropriately, how to keep head out of contact, um, because it's not really a natural movement. You know, most of us, I know, Jake, you're a big bench press guy. You really put up the pounds these days. Oh, jeez. Oh, um, but... <laughs> Oh yeah. So, um, you know, a bench press, a bench press, right? Our elbows are kind of wide and in football, whether you're a defensive lineman or offensive lineman, your elbows want to be inside. So it's not necessarily a motion that gets trained a whole lot. 
So we spent a ton of time with med balls and bands and all kinds of crazy stuff to try to work on getting kids into that comfortable position and safe position and powerful position so they can be successful. Um, and then, you know, sticking onto those blocks or, or, or getting rid of those, shedding those blocks to, to be successful and get to the ball carrier. So the nice thing, I think, when maybe high school coaches or youth coaches look at us and say, oh, you know, are they teaching these kids all kinds of crazy stuff that we're going to have to reteach? Absolutely not. We're, you know, the nice thing is you're working with myself, who's a high school coach at a varsity level. You work with Glenn, who's now coaching at, at the University of Arrowhead, I like to call it. And uh, Steve, Steve, <laughs> Steve coached for 10 years. Steve coached for 10 years at Lake Geneva Badger. Um, and we've all had success at that level. And we want to cater to the high school kids and the youth kids so that when their kids come to camp for the high school or the youth, their coaches are going to not have to reteach things. They can just complement or we can be complementary to what they're already teaching. And so I think that really puts us in a different place where we don't have to be, we're not separate. I think most O-line coaches and D-line coaches are on the same page about what it takes to be successful. And we just provide an environment to give more kids reps at that when the high school coach or youth coach can't be in contact with them. So um, we're really a heavy fundamental camp, no, no frills. Um, we just pick up a lot of different stuff that are going to help kids be successful on the football field. Now, before we get to Steve and talking about some of the training opportunities, yeah, I want to follow up with this too. You know, you have the high school coaches, you have yourselves, uh, you know, how do you guys work with and not against these coaches with techniques and learning uh, when they're learning and trying to apply it to their game, you know, for their various high school programs? How do you guys work together with the coaches, you know, and to make this harmonious and that it's beneficial for everyone? Um, I think that or you got that. I got it. Um, okay. I think what we and Glenn and I, I think, and do a really good job and Steve as well of his coaching. Um, we, we, we always start out with our sessions or when we start with a new group and say, listen, we have what we believe to be great techniques and good fundamentals. We all know that each high school coach presents things a little bit differently and wants things done a little bit differently. We want you to use the techniques you have and have them in your toolbox. But if your high school coach asks you to do things a different way, that is the person that, um, that's the person that, that runs the show. So um, if there's something like, for example, for us, the kid comes to trench training, we run a balanced stance. And that's a little bit different than the stance that we teach. So if our kids were to come, we would expect them to be in a balanced stance. Um, some guys still are shoulder block guys. We're going to work on the punch, but know that they'll transition to that. Glenn, did you want to add anything to that? Yeah, I think that, you know, you, uh, you said it right, Joel, but I also think the, the key is offense and defensive line is a very unnatural position. So the more opportunity that you get to get into that position and start to learn to move your body in a position uh, that's lower and more unusual than any other position on the field, the better, the better you're going to be no matter what your program uh, runs. So some are pass-oriented, some are run. So we have kids that are 80% on their hands, 20% on their feet, and they're firing off the ball. If they tell us that's what they do, then we just work with them on that. So we haven't done a whole lot with working with coaches, but we work with the individual kids, and I think Joel hit it on the head. We make sure and let the kids know, you listen to your, your high school coaches. You know, whatever they tell you, that's what you need to do. We're just here to try and help you. Uh, be a better athlete, be able to move in a position in these positions that are so difficult to do, and all the drills that Steve has put together for the training, and and Joel and myself, who are present coaches. Steve was a coach for a long time as well, so he understands the game very well. And and all of our coaches are either players or coaches. 
they understand how difficult and how much practice and repetition it takes to be a good lineman. So regardless of what the system or what the other schools are running, getting in those stances and those positions and working through the drills that we have is going to be beneficial no matter what the what the programs are doing out there. We're here with former Badgers, Glenn Derby, Joel Nellis, Steve Stark, talking some trench training here on Bucky's Fifth Podcast and Bucky'sFifthQuarter.com. And, and Steve, you know, obviously looking at your resume, you know, started, you know, on the 93 uh, team that went to the Rose Bowl, uh, you know, team captain in 95. You know, when it comes to, you know, setting up these training opportunities, you have, you know, camps coming up here in Madison in late June, a lot, you know, a youth camp from what I'm seeing. Uh, then in Waukesha on the 28th of June, uh, a high school camp. Uh, and then also some, some just training sessions, you know, starting up uh, around the Madison area. If I'm not mistaken, Verona, feel, if you can, uh, please uh, let us know, like, what opportunities are coming about and, and why did you choose these areas uh, to conduct the training camps? Yeah, we've, we've actually got quite a few opportunities coming up this summer, um, both uh, in the Milwaukee area uh, and, uh, and over by Madison. Um, we, have, uh, we just finished up our, our spring training session. Uh, we do weekly training. Um, we're going to start that back up in June with summer sessions, uh, both in, uh, in Madison at, uh, at Sports Advantage, uh, and, uh, which is, uh, is in Verona. And then also we're going to have uh, summer training sessions in, in the Waukesha uh, area. So we've got opportunities in, in both locations. We feel like there's a, a, good, a good core group of kids in both areas uh, that we can, uh, you know, really, really um, offer our programs to, to a lot of kids in a lot of different high schools uh, by choosing those two locations. Uh, and then we have our, our camps coming up as well. Uh, we have our youth camp uh, in Madison. Uh, it's our big man camp, and um, it's on June 26th. And it's a, it's a three-hour camp. Uh, we're, again, focusing on offensive and defensive line play. Uh, uh, Glenn and, and Joel and myself will be coaching uh, that camp, and then uh, we're actually going to do a free coaching clinic afterwards for for youth coaches. Um, and we're really going to focus on uh, all of the items that we that we go over in the in the camp, kind of demonstrating and and talking through our philosophy on how to teach that with youth coaches. So I think that's a that'll be a great um, you know that'll be a great gathering for coaches and. And, and kind of getting to pick our brains on on what we do with our program and, and kind of our beliefs on on offensive and defensive line play. And then uh, our our play big uh, high school camp is in Waukesha, uh, and uh, that's kind of our our premier camp. Um, we did we did that last year for the for the first time. Uh, we, we've got our second annual coming up this year on June 28th, and uh, that's a that's a very um, uh, intense six hour, uh, day camp where we're, um, we've got, we have an excellent staff again with Joel and Glenn. We also have Nick Hayden, uh, who's also a former Badger, uh, played nine years in the NFL. He's running all of our defensive, uh, content at that camp. Glenn and Joel will be doing our offensive content. We also have, um, uh, Bryce Gilbert is also going to be, uh, working another former Badger who, who finished playing, I believe in, in 2014, uh, another excellent coach uh, who's who's worked with us in our training sessions this spring. Uh, so we have a, just a ton of knowledge on both sides of the ball um, to to work with both offensive and defensive linemen. 
And, uh, and then we have uh, Brian Bott, uh, who is a former UW strength and conditioning coach. Uh, Brian actually owns Sports Advantage in Madison, where we're, we're doing training sessions over there. Uh, but he's, he's going to be our performance coach. And, um, and he, you know, he's, his knowledge is, is, is excellent. He's worked with, uh, I, I know more than a dozen guys that, uh, that went on to have NFL careers, uh, offensive linemen, uh, in particular. So, um, there's just a huge knowledge base with our coaching staff. One of the things that makes the, the play big camp unique as well is we're actually doing drills and filming them. Um, our coaches will be putting kids through drills. We film those. And then uh, a week or two after camp, uh, the kids are going to get their own webpage on trendstraining.com with an actual evaluation from our staff. So they'll get kind of a picture-in-picture video. Uh, we've got a, uh, an example on uh, trendstraining.com right now with, uh, with Coach Glenn um, uh, doing a, an evaluation of, a, of one of the players last year. So, uh, you know, when, when kids come to camps, they're, they're generally getting a day, two days, three days of work. And, um, you know, it, it's, it's hard for them to soak in all of the things that we're going through. Uh, and, and even in a six hour session where we're going to do some film study, we're going to be on the field for four or five hours. Uh, it, it's a lot to soak in because we're going through a lot of high level stuff. And this gives them an opportunity to go back after camp and, and look at those drills that they did and get an evaluation that they can go back and access. Uh, and then those pages also include content that will complement the uh, evaluation that they're getting in the video. So it's something that's going to bridge the gap between camp and their football season and, and trying to really work on their development and give them cues and drills and things that they can do to really maximize the content from our camp uh, to get ready for their next season. So we're real excited about all the opportunities we have. We have some excellent people. Uh, I, I don't want to forget to mention also at our play big camp, we have a, uh, an incredible guest speaker in Kevin Zeitler. Um, Kevin was at camp last year. He, he's so, he, he did a great job with the kids last year. And, um, you know, and, and, and he's just, uh, you know, he's, he's the model offensive lineman. Uh, and uh, to have him uh, be there to, uh, to talk to our kids and, and really give them a great message uh, is awesome too. So we're real excited about our whole lineup of training and camps for the summer. Excellent. Yeah. And that, that for the camp at, in uh, with that Catholic Memorial high school uh, in Waukesha, that's again, you know, June 28th, one to 7 PM. I'm seeing on the website and $300 get you, you know, the evaluation page, the t-shirt and a bag and a cinch bag, uh, which sounds like a great deal coming from a bunch of players that have played collegiate football that know the game that, that are instructors and then you know on top of that you know you have an nfl you know veteran uh with kevin zeitler currently playing for the cleveland browns uh and then you know you have michael dieter coming in there too this sounds like a great great stuff guys uh and then on that note too and i'm I'm gonna ask you know basically steve you answered my question about who's going to be on staff next one so you read my mind so that's awesome uh but you know looking at michael dieter right and you look you know and and I'll, i'll end this with Glenn or I'll start it off with Glenn, I'll say. And then if you guys want to chip, uh, chip in after Joel and Steve, just, you know, you have Michael Dieter, David Edwards, Bo Benchwall that, you know, some all American honors. Uh, you don't know if Michael will swing back in interior to be a left guard potentially this year, depending upon like the, the development of, of a Cole Van Lannan. But uh, you know, you have such a, a good line. You've seen how it's been rebuilt 
since Paul Chris took over uh, the reins of the Wisconsin program from Gary Anderson. I mean, from your perspective, Glenn, you know, how have you, this line this year heading into the 2018 season, what do you expect as a former lineman from this group and this potential that they have that could be, you know, it's hard to get over the 2010, 2011 lines and how great they were. But where do you see this current iteration of this group heading into this season what do you think their potential could be and what legacy they could leave you know before the season ends um i you know that's a great question and i i'm extremely excited um i i had the you know good fortune to play um with paul chris paul chris was a quarterback for a few years and then became a tight end and he actually was a tight end you know so i played right next to him uh for at least a year and, and got and i know paul really well um, I also got, I've gotten to know through Steve, I've gotten to know uh, Coach Rudolph real well. And, you know, my first roommate in my rookie or my freshman year was Scott Benshaw, who is the father of Bo and um, Luke. And so, you know, personally, I'm super excited about these guys. Now, if I, if I pull away my personal part and watch them, you know, the game has changed so much since I played. Um, Coach Rudolph was talking to us or talking to me about how, the defenses are what they're doing is is they're grabbing linemen and they're they're trying to just throw them around and it's just like uh they're just going crazy flying around and and what happens is a, is is what has been happening in the NFL and in college is guys are getting hurt a lot and the thing that I see with Wisconsin that's exciting is you got a good five kids that are phenomenal that are very very good you know they're pre-rated all Big Ten all American etc. But you also got a lot of young guys, and they keep recruiting these younger guys that are, are able to play that are going to fill in. So as I look at this team right now in this line, both offense and defensive line, I believe that we have the potential to be you know, the, one of the best teams in the nation uh, because of the line play. And uh, I got the opportunity to talk to a, um, someone who had talked to a scout and he said, the NFL scout said, they have about six college teams that when they draft a kid, they know that they can play the first year as a rookie. And one of them was Wisconsin. They said Wisconsin, Iowa, uh, Alabama, Penn State, and I think maybe Clemson or one of the other ones that are, are the only teams right now in the, in the uh, NCAA that really are, are putting together solid linemen that can play in the NFL right away. A lot of the other schools, they realize that linemen, they're going to draft them later and they're going to have to put them in their, you know, on their practice squad. Um, so to me, it's so exciting because these guys, and you look in the NFL right now, who has the most offensive linemen that are doing the, the, the best? And it's, it's Wisconsin. We've got the, the best line out there. And, for Steve, Joel, and I to be former Badgers and get to, to try and help these young guys and realize, you know, how great you can be as, as a lineman if you do things the right way. And, and I think that's what we're doing is we're teaching them. We go, Steve and I have gone up, and I uh, haven't gone up with Joel yet, but I know Joel's been up there, and we watch what those coaches are, are doing. We watch what Rudy's doing. We watch what uh, Coach Johnson was doing last year and, and some of the line coaches that have been there, and we see the techniques that they're teaching. And, you know, it's, it's amazing. It's the same stuff that I learned when I was in uh, the NFL in college, too. It hasn't changed a whole lot, but what has changed is, is, is it's, it's become more cerebral. 
there's so many more things that you have to learn technique-wise that, that take a lot of practice and work. And, um, you know, it's, it's just a fun, once you get into the nuts and bolts of it, it is so much fun. And watching how Rudy coaches and watching how these guys are, are reacting and, um, you know, following what he's coaching, it's, it's awesome. When, we, when I watched uh, Ramchek um, on film, and I saw him and his footwork and how he followed through on his footwork all the way through in completing a block. He never changed his stance or his footwork all the way through. And now watching him and talking to people down at New Orleans, he's one, they're, they're saying he could be the next Joe Thomas. You know, if he stays healthy, he's doing that good. And, you know, I mentioned Joe Thomas. There's another guy, uh, Kevin Zeitler, all these guys. I mean, Wisconsin is the, is the greatest place to be a lineman. And I am absolutely excited about this year. And last question. I was going to end it on that, but I have one more question for you guys. Since you guys are intertwined with the, the in-state linemen and, and what, you know, you've seen like Ben Bredesen go to play for Michigan, Cole Van Lannan's at Wisconsin, uh, Tyler Biotish, you know, Bo Benchwell. Uh, you know, the in-state kids making an impact. Like, this, these next groups of, of linemen going forward for the preps, you know, are there – who should fans, not just, you know, Badger fans, but just college football fans in general seeing uh, kids the upcoming in this class of 2019 or even, you know, going into class of 2020? Who do you think, uh, if you guys know, would, you know – who should fans be on the lookout for uh, and, and overall just generally for these classes coming up, like what's the future hold for, for these offensive defensive linemen uh, that come from the state of Wisconsin. And we can have uh, Joel, why don't you start off first? And then if anyone else wants to add anything, we can go from there. Sure. Um, you know, I think a kid and one of the kid in our conference, uh, about a while with Tosa West, Austin Ertle. I know it's a name that gets tossed around and, um, He's a little bit undersized in terms of his height, but man, that kid plays ball. And, uh, you know, we're, we don't get to face many top tier defensive linemen that play at a great speed with great hands and, and great intensity. Um, it's just not something you see all the time. Um, I feel fortunate enough we maybe have one, a better kid in our, in our program, uh, Al Mayhar, um, who does a phenomenal job. He's six, six and a half and, um, a little bit undersized, may get a chance to play tight end or defensive end at the next level, but great hands, great feet. Um, you know, in our part of the state, there's a lot of, a lot of big time kids. I think the other kid that, you know, keeps popping up is the kid out of Stoughton who's already committed to Wisconsin, um, as of right now. And, um, you know, you look at it and a lot of coaches want to come in and, you know, have a 300 pound kid or they'll come in and say, Hey, this kid looks like we can put 30 pounds on him. And the kid out of Stoughton, Nelson, I believe his last name is, yep. is six six two sixty. And, you know, I'm sure he has broad shoulders and massive hands, all the, all the things maybe Jake, a late blooming Scandinavian might have. And, uh, <laughs> you know, I think it's pretty, uh, I think it's pretty neat to see that you can be, you don't have to be 310 pounds. You don't have to be 315 pounds. You can be 260, 265, and they'll, they'll take care of the rest of that weight when you get to college, but they want to be able to see you move. And, you know, I think those are some kids that, that you catch, that catch your eye and you kind of see watching film and you're like, wow, those kids, those kids can really do stuff. So, Glenn, I don't know if you've seen any other kids in the in the classic eight or, or around. Well, we, we do have the kid from Kettle Moraine who's being highly touted. Um, I can't think of his name, but Trey. We also have, you know, we, yep, and we do have some we have some kids. You know, we've been blessed to have some kids that have gone on. We have one kid played at Minnesota, another one going to the Air Force. 
Um, and another, and a kid coming in right now, actually tomorrow I'm going up to see him at the Badger camp, uh, but he's from Illinois. Um, I think, I think Joel hit it on the head and, and all you guys that are out there listening to this, um, we, Steve and I got to sit down with coach Rudy and, and ask him, what are you looking for in high school linemen? And he said the number one thing and he showed us on film, it's the guys that don't quit. It, it, it's not these big giant guys, you know, that are walking around after a play or, you know, they'll do what, just what they have to do and that's it. They're looking for guys that have a motor that run. And that's kind of what we try to teach at trench training is how do you, as a big guy, get that motor to run and run and run? Well, it takes a lot of work. And, it, and Nick Hayden talks about it all the time. There's nothing that replaces hard work. You have to work, 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 work. And teaching young kids how to work is one of the fun things because once they get it, it's awesome to watch. And, um, you know, all the high, I, I don't know a lot of names personally. I can't remember half of the ones that I, you know, have gone through, but Todd Nelson was a, you know, this Nelson kid you're talking about, Todd was a, was a year behind me at Wisconsin and played, uh, he played guard, uh, right next to me as well. So, um, you know, it's, it's, some of it is genetics. Some of it is, and I don't know if it's necessary genetics. It's, it's that when a father has been through that program, they teach their kids how to work hard and that you, you have to have a chip on your shoulder. You know, you have to, um, you know, when you're in a high school game and you're a big kid, you have to absolutely dominate for places like Wisconsin to look at you. They just have too many kids from all over the country that want to come there now. You know, they're not begging for kids to come to play at Wisconsin. They're taking the best of the best. And if you're in Wisconsin, you know, you need to, you need to know how to play offensive line. You need to know how to have that motor. on. A, you know, J.J. Watt, he's got a motor that never stops. Those are the things that we try and teach the kids at trench training and teach them how do you get that motor to run and keep it running even when you're tired and even when the, you know, when it's tough. And that's, that's where you're going to see the linemen um, in Wisconsin. I think that'll make it because they do know in watching the Badgers that those kids work their butts off and, and they keep working. And Rudy, Rudy's fun to watch because he doesn't let them, he never lets them rest. I mean, he doesn't give, you know, he, he's, he's one of those guys that, you know, you love to hate because he's always on you and always, always working you. And the, the guys up there, they love it. And I think, uh, you know, the, the good Wisconsin high school kids, that's what they're going to do. And, and there's plenty of them out there. I mean, there's, we're going to have Wisconsin kids going to Wisconsin uh, as long as I know, as long as Paul's there. And that's, that's one of the things that Dave McLean started was keeping this in-state guys and, you know, Ben Bredesen would have went to Wisconsin if his brother didn't play at Michigan, I believe. So, you know, there's there's always personal things that, that make that happen. But the good ones are going to go to Wisconsin. Guys, this has been a great conversation. Really appreciate your time here. Let's just recap real quick. TrenchTraining.com. There are events going on in Madison and in Waukesha coming up at the end of June. Make sure you guys check out TrenchTraining.com. Uh, and also, you know, you have – NFL experience, collegiate experience uh, with all your coaches. And, I mean, it's impressive uh, to see just the lineup you guys have. And, guys, best of luck with this. We'll make sure we're plugging this uh, for you guys uh, for this next generation of offensive and defensive linemen uh, to make an impact down the road. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks, Jake. That'll do it on this week's edition of Bucky's Fifth Podcast. Again, big thanks to Glenn Derby, Joel Nellis, Steve Stark, 
talking some trench training and Again, former Badgers trying to give back to the next generation of football players and do it in a safe manner, as well as, you know, work with high school coaches. Again, go to trenchtraining.com. Take a look at the, the camps that are coming out. Uh, great stuff from them. So make sure you guys check it out. We'll have an article up uh, going up by early next week about what they're doing. So, I mean, Kevin Zeitler is coming to the Catholic Memorial Camp in Waukesha on June 28th, 1 to 7 p.m. $300, well worth your time. They also have some camps going on, like I said, the 26th in Madison of June, uh, in Madison and Verona, uh, and make sure you guys check that out as well. And then of course, big thanks to 2019 commit Marcus Graham coming on the show, talking about, uh, just again, just the, the process of being a recruit, uh, in this day and age and, and just where Wisconsin sees him. Uh, he'll be up here next weekend. Finally, some quick plugs again, guys, follow us on Twitter at B5Q. Follow me at Jake Coco B5Q like us on Facebook with this podcast, subscribe on iTunes, on Google play, tune in on the tune in app. Uh, we want to make sure that we are taking care of what you want to hear out of a Wisconsin Badgers podcast. So uh, coming up in the next couple of weeks, just thoughts. Uh, we're going to be hopefully talking. I know we didn't get to the spring football uh, kind of a wrap up, but I hope to do some position breakdowns coming up in the next couple weeks starting with that as we lead up to uh you're looking at gosh it's almost like eight weeks away until fall camp right so uh, we'll start getting on that talking about some positions and go from there with some various media here that cover the wisconsin badgers so on that note uh you guys have a great weekend again uh Thank you for tuning in to Bucky's Fifth Podcast. This is Jay Kokorowski signing off. Enjoy the weather. I know I'm going to look for some Bucky statues in and around Madison with the family after work today. Guys, take care. Be well. We'll check you next week here on Bucky's Fifth Podcast.